Well, Chad. Yeah. Um. It it finally happened. Uh oh. And Overwatch won. It wasn't supposed to win. It did though. Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to. They officially shut down the Battleborn servers. Well. So the the great rivalry of our time has come to a close. I don't uh. I I don't know what to do now. Playing Overwatch isn't like an option, right? Like we we, we agree there. Yeah. So I guess we're I, just not playing video games anymore. Because there, uh, there was the only the two. It's just, it's weird. Like, we live in a world where there's one video game and no one wants to play it. And it's just, how did we get here? You think, uh, you think someone would make another one? Well, I mean, just, we had Lawbreakers and then that's gone. Yeah, whatever happened to Lawbreakers? Like, I still don't know why it fell off a cliff the way it did. I'm sorry, uh, let me rephrase that. I don't know why it fell off a of cliff Blazinski the way it did. Ha. Huh. No, I like don't encourage me. No, no, I'm encouraging that. That got a, that got a, a resounding ha from me. Also, it happened because the the, the developers were cowards. Because they were just like, because well, they were they, they 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 numbers weren't as good as they wanted it to, so they tried to make it more like Overwatch. So they fucked with the time to kill. Oh, they okay. fucked with the abilities. And I get your like, I get your meaning. Yeah. It's like you could have had a small group of people willing to play this game for a bit. Probably not as long as they wanted to, but at least for a bit, right? Like, I would have got a, a, another four or five months out of that gladly. But and then it, it really tanked. I was uh, I was streaming a game last night, and the chat, they're all... T- somehow WoW came up. And like, hey, do you play WoW? And I'm like, no, not right now. I unsubbed. And like, I did too. And everyone started talking about WoW and all the MMOs they would rather play instead of WoW, but WoW is the only option. <laughs> and it's like... It, technically, I think like RuneScape's still running. It's just you know they don't update it, so it's not quite the same. But it's like, why don't they make a RuneScape three by now? And it's like, what, do you think it would turn out? Like, <laughs> I know you want it, but realistically, yeah, it's like your only options. Wow, it's really strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fun. How are you doing, Chad? Well, it snowed like a motherfucker today. Like, oh, I yeah? got a good four inches, maybe five. Well, I don't get that much rain in a year. That's true, you don't. You get fires, though. We don't have those as much. There was one the other day um, in the city, though, like, a older building, I guess, uh, had a pretty bad one, and it was connected to some other buildings. There's like, 20 firefighters or something that had to put it out. I guess it was very dramatic. It sounds dramatic. But, uh, no, we, we mostly get the snow and not the fire. And it is snow season, and it, it's been kind of light, so it's sort of like, well, we were owed this, but also it still sucks. That shit's horrible to drive in. Yeah, that, that's kind of my one reason why I don't want to live somewhere where it snows. As pretty as snow is, you know, mm-hmm. I love the romanticism, I love the changing of the seasons, but it's like, I don't have to deal with snow, I'm okay. See, I was kind of hoping that once you visited that uh like i could trick you into wanting to move here i don't want to move you could that be costs my money but it sounds like that's uh not gonna happen because it costs no. money and you don't like the snow i don't like snow that's fair uh don't you have to put like antifreeze in your car no i just oh, don't, no. don't think so i don't know i honestly i don't know anything about driving a car in snow places like you go, I, things you go happen when they're cold. Five to ten miles per hour slower, and everything is fine. But the problem is, is most people are like, 
No, my car's good. I don't need to do that. And no, I mean the maintenance it. stuff. There's like, oh. there's extra steps you have to do with your car that you don't hear. I guess, but I just, you know, you take it in for your oil change or whatever. I'm like, oh, by the way, it's going to be winter soon. Can you just do whatever you need to? And then it, they, they do it. Like, I don't actually know the specifics that they do. I just know that they, I've never had a problem. Um, we, we took the dogs up to see snow. Oh yeah. How did they react? Uh, there wasn't any snow. Oh. And it was like, there was a lot of people there going like, well, they reported snow and I saw photos on the news this morning and it's really green up here. And it's like, yeah, I saw the same photos. Not, not sure what's up with that. So it was fun fighting all the traffic and everybody's in their pretend winter gear to pretend it's snowing up in the mountains. Have you been to the Midwest in the winter? No. So, I mean, we could organize an adventure. It just wouldn't oh, be, yeah. like, a great one. And it'd sort of be like, oh, you should go to vacation at the Midwest in the winter. Like, like no one says that ever. Because everyone in the state wants to get the fuck out of here during February. I want to get the fuck out of here. I like, um... <laughs> I, they, they make fun of that on uh, on Red Letter Media. They're, they're up there somewhere. And, uh... They have a lot of jokes about how awful the snow is and, and how they hate it there and there's nothing to do there besides drink. And um, it's like there, there's a funniness to like, oh, the situation's bad, so we're going to laugh about it. And I appreciate that because I love like depression and self-deprecating humor. Like that's my thing. So you mm-hmm. think I'd be open to the challenge, but it's like, ah, I just won't. I hate, I hate car stuff. Yeah. It's literally the car stuff. Like the the like you have basements and basements can flood. I don't care. You got like problems with snow on your roof. Like I don't care. I I like honestly, the snow part I don't care about. It's just car issues that give me anxiety. It's not that bad. It's just driving and it sucks. Don't you have like raccoons? We have raccoons, yeah. Yeah, pass. What's wrong with raccoons? They're like little bears. They get in your car. I've never had a raccoon in my car. Or like the rats, don't they like get in there because it's warm and then they die and they clog your your carteries? I one good job like that. Two, thank you. I've never heard of that happening here. I've seen lots of dead raccoons along the side of the road, but I've never like encountered a live one in my car ever. And I've and I've been driving for quite a while now. I'm gonna look it up. The the real problem is like. It rains and then it snows, so there's a glare of ice over it, and you can't see where the ice is, and then everyone's slipping and sliding. Uh, that sucks. Obviously, the cold sucks, right? It's supposed to be really cold next week, and it's, I'm we not looking forward to We don't to get that. raccoons; we get lizards in our cars. That sounds kind of delightful in a weird yeehaw Florida way. I don't have a problem with that. Lizards are cool. I mean, I like raccoons well enough. I've never like touched one or nothing, but you know, you see them, they're like, oh, it's kind of a cute animal. They wash their food. I like uh, someone had a pet raccoon and they they got it little jeans that you can wear. So it's like <laughs> so it's like it's walking around in jeans and it's like ah look at that raccoon. I'm trying to think of what else we have here. Lots of guns. You guys don't have basements? No, we have abuelas. I don't know what that is. That's Spanish for grandma. Oh, that okay. I mean, you can't live in a grandma unless you like. No, but she pinches your cheeks and makes you taquitos. Basements are kind of cool. I mean, they're they're physically just cooler, but also like, you know, you get a lot more living space in your house if you have one. Oh, you also have like don't don't you have a lot of houses that are two story? Yeah, 
we don't even have that here. <laughs> a couple of the houses when I was uh, when I was shopping for them were two story. We looked at one that was like two story and it had a basement, but the second story was like it was a steep roof, right? So it wasn't much of a story. Like there wasn't a lot of room up oh, there, but okay. you know they 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 did what they could. You know, it's been funny. Um, like I I I talked a couple weeks ago or last week about the Sims. Um, whenever my Sims upgrade to a bigger house, it's kind of like, look at all the space. I can have this room, and I can have an art room, and I can have another bedroom. And then it's like, boy, these stairs are annoying. I get tired of that really fast, and I'm not even walking <laughs> up of them. It's like, oh, the time it takes to go all the way down and pick up the thing and then go all the way back up because I forgot it. And it's like, ah, I kind of like the little, like the small uh, apartment style living more. I, I I can't imagine like having a cat if you only have one floor of your, or you're in an apartment or something, just because, like, I have the cat boxes in the basement. And so when you walk into my house, it does not smell like cat because all of that is confined to the basement. And I have a dehumidifier running down there pretty much 24-7. And it, it I know people that, oh, oh, we have a cat and we have to keep the cat box in the in the bathroom because I'm in an apartment or we only have, a, you know, one single floor house. And you walk in there and you're like, yep, I can tell you have a cat. Like, it smells like cat. And there's... Not a lot you can do about that unless you're like scooping the litter a couple times a week or a couple times a day and like, putting it in a trash bag with odor blockers and stuff. But even then, like just dry kitty litter has a smell. Um, I don't know. Like, though, it was one of those things when I was house shopping that I assumed I was going to get one with a basement because it's just the norm around here. Like, if I had found a house without one, I would not have bid on it though. Basements are for ping pong tables and jukeboxes and exercise bikes you don't use. Man, if I had a basement, it would totally be like a Warhammer dedicated room. At least part of it. The problem with them is like, mine's unfinished, like totally. So you go down there and it's basically just this big concrete square, which is nice to store stuff and keep the cat stuff. But if I wanted to turn that into a fun space, like that's going to cost some money and it's going to cost some time like I would have to redo the floors I would have to redo paint the walls I'd probably want to do something with the ceiling even if I keep it kind of an open ceiling because right now there's no uh, ceiling tiles or anything there I'd have to redo all the electrical and and, and get some better lighting down there because it's not great like long-term vision I want to mess with my basement and make it a really cool space but that's also going to probably cost me like 10 grand and a couple years worth of work on and off like it's it's a huge amount of work uh, to get a fun basement. So that sucks, but at least I have the option. Yeah, something to to consider. Honestly, I would start it sooner if I didn't need a new driveway so goddamn bad. Your driveway bad? Yeah, it's not great. Well, you sent oh. me a bunch of pictures I just noticed. One of them is a Komodo dragon, monitor lizard, and a car engine, which is kind of cute. Freaking monitor lizards are cool. I like those. Here's another one of a monitor lizard inside of a car engine. Is this a thing? Yeah. They go in there for warmth, just okay. like the raccoons. Okay, here's a seal on top of a car. That's That's silly. a walrus. Oh. I mean, I'm looking at its backside. It's hard to tell. Yeah. And here's a giraffe with its head through a head through a windshield. You like snacks. Giraffes are pretty cool, too. They're, they're just like freakish horses. Really long necks. And it's like, yeah, you... you you see a lot of giraffe furries, you know? Oh, you don't? I don't think I really have. I see a handful. I I think one of the problems uh, with giraffes is 
you you can't um you can't convert it to like uh a fursuit without a lot of compromises because there's a there's a profile like giraffes have a very distinct silhouette not right. just the neck part but like all of it so if you make it like a reasonable fursuit it doesn't look like a giraffe and then if you make it look like a giraffe it's not a practical fursuit sure i think that's a small factor not not every furry does the suit thing but i think that's a factor that comes up so if i type in giraffe on e621 it says there's 3000 pictures which doesn't seem like that many considering how popular this website is but even then on like the front page i'm not actually seeing a whole lot of giraffes i'm not sure why some of these were tagged that way what did you get? Three thousand. So, what if you put in, um, like the most common one? I want to say is fox or wolf. What's what's something not quite? Oh, let's do cheetah. That's at eleven thousand. So yeah, I guess that's something to factor. They're they're not as popular, but three thousand is enough. It's not like uh, um, anglerfish. I do kind of like this one. See, anglerfish has a hundred and fifty-seven. Oh man, that's oh, not very cute, much. Though. I'm looking at this one picture. It's not even uh, it's not even smut. It's just like this giraffe lady standing in front of the mirror, but her her head's too tall, so she can't see her whole her whole body. And I think that's kind of cute because they're they're so tall. Like it, that works, right? Yeah, that's cute. And then you look at this one where this character is getting having the old sex with a different one, but that's not a giraffe. That's a zebra. I don't know why this is tagged giraffe. So, I think some of these aren't actually giraffes. Like, yeah, you're getting three thousand pictures, but. How you know you, you gotta you probably gotta knock at least ten percent of them off for for not having the right fucking animal in it. This one's not a giraffe; that's a tiger. I wonder how some of these get tagged sometimes. I don't know. Like is, is somebody like desperate enough for clicks that they upload a picture and they're like, "I'll just put as many words as I can loosely." It's like a oh, savanna. If they're looking for lions, they'll like giraffes too. I'll put a giraffe tag, um, like just so that people accidentally see it instead of like a proper tagging system. Well, it just seems like this site's fairly anal, pun intended, about how they're tagging. I get it. We had a lot of terrible puns tonight. I know, it's great. I'm going to get off this site, though. Gone. It's closed for good. Oh, but you sent me something. Oh, that's Is that that anglerfish one? Yeah, it's a cute little... Yeah, she's eating pizza. She's got personality. I, I like when artists can present personality, and it's not reliant on, look at these crazy colors. That's my character. Mm-hmm. I have a static pose. I like the little um, the little fin on her belly button area, cause yeah, yeah. fishes have fins down there. Also, anglerfish like furry sex would be interesting because in the real animals, like the the mate basically fuses with the female and dies, cause the 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 male anglerfish are really small and they're basically just like floating, swimming genitalia. Yeah, you know, uh, if you hang out with furries enough, you get this, like, trivia stuff that will, like, ruin things for other people. Did I just do that? No, but um, something happened recently where somebody brought up hyenas. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I like hyenas. They're so cool. And I'm kind of like, oh, hyenas kind of got ruined for me. And I'm like, why? And then we, like, I shared some details about hyenas. Did it have to that... do with their weird-ass clitorises? Uh, well, yeah. But it's also, like, uh, like more details. And it was, like, I was, like, step three into my conversation. And he's, like, I don't want to hear anymore. I wish to I hear like, oh, I, well. <laughs> these details. Um, well, no, it's just the, the like, the females are, are kind of built different than some other mammals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's weird. They actually they give birth through their clitoris. Yeah, it's so unpleasant it's to think super, about. Yeah, it's super painful. Like if you thought normal mammal birth was painful, for some reason the hyenas are like more painful than average. And I feel like it's no like a sure weird why. Hulk thing, right? They're just like the, the 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 way I do it is I'm always laughing, and it's because they're always in pain. And it's sort of well, just yeah. like, I'm always angry, I'm the Hulk. They're, like, there's, there's a such, joke there, I swear yeah, to God. They're such beautifully unique animals that it's like, they're these, like, tortured pain monsters that operate on different logic, and they're all, like, always laughing. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I see why this inspires people, it's interesting. Yeah. It's weird, like, I, I feel like I know a decent amount of, like, random facts about animals, and for some reason they're ge- genitalia, but that's like, oh, it's because I used to read a crack.com. And they'd be like, oh, top five weird animal penises. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, I have to get on board with this. Well, and I just happen to retain it. It's kind of like that one shrimp that has, like, a bullet fist. Yeah. That was, like, it would work its way into literally every article on that website. Where it's like, I read the same thing about that same fish, like, 80 times. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the mantis shrimp having, like, six different color cones in his eyes. And they're like, oh, those things can see colors we can't even think about. And it's like, that's cool. I, I remember that, and I can tell people that. And they're like, why do you know that? It's like, I don't fucking know. Why are you yelling at me for knowing things? The elephant is the only animal... Or, no, I'm sorry. The elephant is the only mammal that can't jump. That makes sense. They're pretty big. Yeah, they're heavy. Also, I, I kind of like the idea of, like... I don't know why I'm thinking about furries now, but, like, the doing a, an elephant for soda, and they have to do the hurdles, and it's like, I, I literally can't do the hurdles. <laughs> It's like in well, gym class. And it's what do you think of that <laughs> Utopia show? <laughs> the show or the movie? Yeah. No, the show. There's a show? Yeah. Um, Zootopia Plus? I never, I've never heard of it. So they're going to do a show called Zootopia Plus, but it's not about Nick and Judy. It's going to be like miscellaneous stories that happen in the city. That's and it's like... Cool. Well, yeah. It's like, I feel like I would rather have... Like, if I'm going to watch a show, I'd rather have like characters... Um, but that movie, like, basically, like, introduced a lot of thought experiments of, like, there's just logistical things of, like, did the lemmings have to share a bus with the elephants? Like, is there not just a lemming bus? Right, or a bus you know? for smaller things. Right, it's like, th- there's parts of the city that are so impractical because you're not supposed to think about it that much. So if they give us more stuff to not think about too much, but we will anyways, it's like, okay, I like abuse, I'll stay up at night. Sounds fun. I, I would I would watch that maybe. I probably won't. <laughs> that was let's a really be, fast turn. Let's around. be real here. I do barely watch anything. I am still watching community though. That's still fun. Um at some point I might watch WandaVision. I know a lot of people don't seem to like it, but I'm oh. like I kinda like old timey sitcoms, so I think it's probably for me. I was um I was gonna ask you if you'd seen that. Cause I, I don't uh I don't care for it. Um, which is really funny because I want to say like Dick Van Dyke show is one of my favorite TV shows, and it's like oh they're they, you know they're gonna have like references to old shows and so they rebuilt the Dick Van Dyke set that's neat. Mm-hmm. But the first episode was like they nothing happens the whole episode. Like there's there, it feels like there's placeholders of jokes. Like if somebody was explaining to you what a Dick Van Dyke show episode would be about, but they're not a writer so they don't have actual comedy jokes queued up. And sure. they're just kind of summarizing what happened. Like, that's what the whole episode felt like. I caught, like, three minutes of the end of one episode. Um, I don't know which episode it was, but they were having, like, a dinner party. And, of course, it was, like, sitcom mess, right? 
And I'm like, I'm kind of like, I find this somewhat nostalgic because I've seen a lot of old-timey sitcoms and I've seen this premise before. The problem is, is like, it wasn't doing much for me. And obviously, I, had, I, I literally caught like four minutes of it. So I had zero context. But I could kind of like maybe retroactively guess a lot of the plot points in that episode because it feels like it was playing it fairly straight. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a problem because I, I just like... If you're purposely doing nothing new and that's the joke, it's not funny is the problem. And if it's not supposed to be funny, fine, but then it has to be something else. And so, like, the meat's not tenderized. How do we tenderize it? And and she hands him, like, a hammer or whatever, and it's like, you got hands, like, you know, one of those style of jokes. It's like, okay, well, yeah, Dick Van Dyke did that and and, and all of those other shows have done this. And the real problem with this is they're expecting, like, food 10 minutes from now and you haven't even fucking tenderized the meat going to take like 20 minutes to cook it like you're not you're not going to have this meal ready anytime soon but it's and magic it doesn't it that part's like the annoying thing for me like it, and it's like it he does have magic and she has magic and it's like oh you could actually play with these tropes in an interesting way didn't seem like it was going to do that so yeah um i found that first episode really hard to watch because it's like nothing's happening and then it ended and i was like wow okay and then i tried the second episode and i So I thought that it was trying to be avant-garde because we're having these, like, graphical glitches where, like, the screen would tear and then the the sound would cut out and it would get all pixely. Mm -hmm. But it kept going. And apparently these are actual technical problems. But I couldn't tell because of the nature of how the show is presented. And the episode title is Don't Touch That Dial because we, we literally like paused it to check what's wrong and the episode title comes up it says don't touch that dial and we're like okay we won't that's like, we're going to trust you cute. here yeah so it's like we we tried watching it and it was unbearable like nothing it, we could not tell what was going on apparently it wasn't working right hmm. so i'm going to go back and try episode 2 again but it's like it it's not grabbing me sure um i've had multiple people tell me that episode 4 oh it, it all comes together and it's like, I just don't believe it. I, I will say, because they're only, what, 20-minute episodes? It's not like they're full hour-long episodes. Yeah. So, like, being like, okay, you have to get to episode four, but they're not long. Like, I tell that to people who are watching an anime I recommend. Or, like, you know, at least get to episode four, and if you still don't like it, stop. So, that's not a huge ask in terms of, like, that length of a show. If it were, like, full hour-long episodes, okay, yeah, watching four hours worth and hoping it's good is a well, lot. I guess... What do you what do you know about the show? Like, what's the premise? I literally don't know what the premise is, other than Vision and Scarlet Witch are married and shit's going on, and they have and like every episode is a different like sitcom, or they're 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 spoofing sitcoms in some way, and they're trying to be I think a normal couple, and then they're being watched by like the bad guys or whatever. So like I was I was told that in episode four. They reveal the twist and they explain everything. And it's like what I was told explains everything is literally the premise of the show. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to sit through four episodes to be reminded what the premise of the show is. And it, it feels like a lot of people going into this, I don't know if they forgot or they just weren't paying attention. But it's like people are surprised that they're, they're, they're not really in a TV show and it's Wanda's magic power. And it's like, I literally thought that was the selling point of the show, not the twist. Right. So I'm like, I'm confused why people are so excited to hear this because it's like, yeah, what, 
what did you think was going on? Like, they don't actually explain any more than that. It's like, I, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I also, I'm not, like, super fond of Wanda or Vision, so... That's, like, that's kind of my thing, right? Is, like, this seems like it could be a neat idea. I don't mind the complete tonal shift or even the pacing difference, because at least it's, like, Marvel, but different. And it's like, I've seen so many Marvel movies, and they all feel the same, and I like most of them. I'm not going to, like, knock that. But it, it has gotten to a point where I'm kind of bored of Marvel. And so I look at this, and it's like, this is different. Like, that's yeah, cool. I, I don't optimistic. really... Don't really give it like I think Scarlet Witch is way more interesting than Vision. I don't really care much for Vision. I I've told this story before, but in Civil War or whatever, when when Vision shows up or no Ultron was that it? In in Ultron, the part where Vision shows up and he's like he's posing like a superhero, and then his like his magical cape like forms behind him, and he looks like a superhero, and then he like starts expositioning what the Infinity Stones are. mm Hmm. I had this weird feeling of like, oh, this is the point in every comic where I put the series down. <laughs> and I literally, I felt like I could walk out of the theater right now and I won't miss a thing. And I watched the rest of that movie and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't need to watch any of this. Like I, <laughs> I lost interest. Like that's what vision is to me is, oh, it's the point where like the comic book jumps the shark and it's no longer for me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of held true since then. <laughs> Oh, Marvel. So we're at 27 minutes in, and I kind of had, like, a topic, but I also don't know if we if we really just want to keep shooting the shit and try it next week. Uh, would you rather hold on to it? Maybe maybe think on it more, or do you want to dig in? I kind of want to hold on to it. Okay. Uh, I mean, if we want to if we want to just complain about things, did you want to talk about Lady Gaga a little bit? Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about Chromatica, which I should have listened to before this, now that you mentioned it, but I... Let me pull up a song list. Yeah, I, I got that up here. So, um, I'm one of my my relationship with Lady Gaga's music. I don't want to call it complicated because it's nothing that extreme or fun. Um, but we should have 19 songs in this album. What the fuck? I can't be right. Well, I think a couple are kind of like uh, filler, interstitial things. Um, but my my favorite Lady Gaga album is uh, Joanne. Which is the one a lot of, of her fans seem to like the least because it's it's almost more of a country album with some pop elements. Like she went and, and stripped away a lot of the big dancey stuff. Perfect Illusion's a really great dance song, but everything else is, is a lot more um kinda like what Taylor Swift did with uh with folklore or uh to a lesser extent what Kesha did with Rainbow, where it's less like this in your face uh party pop music and more of like, no, I wanna I wanna actually talk about things that are important to me. I wanna do it in a way that's much more delicate. And I really, really like that album a lot. And so it's like, okay, well, I finally have a really good like, foot in the door for Lady Gaga. Let's see what I think of with, with Chromatica, which I know is a more return to form as far as uh, pop music goes and dance music. And I, I definitely was like, I was underwhelmed, which I, re- I liked, I think the, f- what was the first single was maybe Stupid Love, no, Rain On Me. I thought that was a fun song. And I liked the music video. It has a really fun aesthetic. And I was like, oh shit, she's doing a song with Blackpink. Oh shit, she's doing a song with Elton John. Like, there's gonna be some great stuff here. And there's some really high moments to these albums. I think her song with Elton John is fantastic. I think um, 911's a really good song, and like, it's transition either into Plastic Doll or maybe Chromatica 2's transition into 911. Like, there's there's really good stuff here, but the, the songs in between are 
they're just there. Like, there's not a lot of soul to them. They're just kind of like, here's a song. A lot of it kind of felt like filler from her first album before the song kicks in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same tempo and backing, and it's like, okay, this could just shift into Poker Face right now, but instead it's going to meander for two minutes. Yeah. Um. It, it, again, they're not all like that, but there's a couple where I, I'm like, oh, is it still going? Um. I liked a uh, replay, and and the Elton John one was really good too. There's there's highlights like you said, um. But largely, like I I was kind of excited to listen to the new album, and I had it on, and I think at some point I finished the album and it started auto playing something else, and I didn't realize like it was playing old lady gaga music and it's like oh this one sounds better and i checked <laughs> on the youtube and it was like apparently i'd been listening to other lady gaga songs sure because i just like i didn't even notice it com- you know concluding um i was really disappointed with uh sour candy because i was like oh fuck she's doing a song of blackpink i really love blackpink and like i figured there was going to be a really cool meshing of uh styles there because because k-pop is weird right like there's kind of hip-hoppy elements to it there's very dancey pop elements there's very attitude pop elements you know like the whole point of like a k-pop group is you have four or five or six people and they all bring like their one thing that they do really well and you just mash it all together and into a blender like i i dig that and so i was like this is gonna be great and it felt like such a a very kind of down tune drivey pop song with a bit more bass heavy and it's like you have like these guests that aren't really doing anything and i don't think even all four of them are in the track uh, it was disappointing. I I I had a, like really high expectations for that song, and it was like my least favorite song on the album. Partly because the expectations are probably too high, but also it just I don't know. It was kind of boring. But also for pop music, and we're talking about dance pop music. I cannot remember a single song. Like I can't think of a melody that it's like. Oh, you're, let me hum this. You're gonna know it's Chromatica. You know, mm-hmm. I cannot. Every if I try to summon a Lady Gaga song to mind. They're all from other albums. Yeah. Um, did you did you see the Oreos? I heard people talking about those, and I couldn't tell if they were joking or not, and didn't care enough to like fact check. <laughs> so, um, for for my birthday, my brother got me the Lady Gaga Oreos, and I I, I want. <laughs> this sounds like a joke, but I'm gonna be totally serious about it. Um, I literally had a more like enlightening and artistic experience with the Oreos than I did with the album. Oh damn. So they they got these very bright colors. They they're literally like um what's the word? unappetizing colors. <laughs> <laughs> um someone compared them to cupcakes, but really it's just it's this awful pink and an awful green that clashes. And it it the flavor um, I think my brother pinpointed it that these are the Oreo, like the gold Oreos, where they're the white cream. Okay. Because it kind of just tastes like frosting. It doesn't taste like Oreo cream. It tastes like, oh, there's green food coloring in my mouth. Yeah, that is a that is an unpleasant looking Oreo. But I love the designs on the cookies. They stamp these cute little hearts. Or there's like the the like album cover where she looks like she's from Warframe. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little stick figure Lady Gaga on my cookie. I'm like, hey, yay. And I, I'm, I'm eating these cookies. And we're talking about the Lady Gaga Oreos and how stupid the... Like, what a bizarre marketing campaign for an album. Yeah. Well, um. Also for an album that came out, like, almost a full year ago. Right. 
so it's like why is this here <laughs> it's weird um so we're just kind of like fascinated by it uh, to some extent but i was i was like thinking about these oreos and the way that there's like i love oreo because it's a brand that i i love like it's a brand i grew up with it's a brand i associate with quality um it's a treat you know it's a reward like if i get an oreo that means it's good you know i i don't know if i like oreo i i agree and i also don't agree because i've had i hate double stuffed oreos yeah you know what the good ones are the thin stuffed yeah the 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 cream is the worst part of an oreo yeah so here i am with my mouth full of green tasteless oreo cream and it's like oh this is so synthetic it's just like pop music where my mouth is full of sugar and i'm not happy but i tricked myself into thinking i'd be happy if i put it in my mouth Hmm. and it's like I, I, I spent time reflecting on the Oreos. Like it it's almost an hour drive home from my brother's place to home. And I spent the whole drive thinking about Oreos. <laughs> it's like I I literally I cannot I, I'm having trouble naming songs from the Chromatica album, but I had like I had a weird conversation with myself over these bizarre pink green Oreos that um, my my sister in law demanded I remove from her house because she doesn't. <laughs> nice. It's funny because I'm looking at this, the the track listing for Joanne, and I haven't listened to this album in a while. And like, almost every song title, I'm like, oh, I remember the melody of that. Oh, I remember the melody to that. And yeah, with with Chromatica, which I listened to much more recently, I I I got nothing for most of those songs, even like the choruses, which are supposed to be the big catchy bits. Right? Isn't that weird? You know, if we if we do another listen, because we we should definitely keep doing that every once in a while, where we pick an album and and just yeah. Part of me's like, you know, I do need a reason to listen to. I should just buy this album for one thing. But like, yeah, this would be a good reason to like listen to this Lady Gaga album again. It's great. But also, like, there's so many other Anna albums. I'm like, well, would Cameron like this? Because you're a hard one to pick for because you you don't like most music. So are you there? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry, my headset clocked out there. You said I'm hard to pick music for, and you're right. So I don't know if I if I would go for something like this, like because I also I mentioning a uh, Kesha's uh, Rainbow album. I love that album. That album is fantastic. It's also the only Kesha album I can stand. Um, I've tried some of her other music, and I just largely don't like it. And it sucked too because she released an album last year as well, and I actually went and bought it. And I hadn't listened to it, and I was like, you know what? My track record with Kesha isn't actually that great. So I didn't take it out of the cellophane and I listened to it on YouTube and I was like, I really don't like this, so I took it back. <laughs> I, you do what you got to. Right, and it sucks because I was really, that's another one where I was really excited for that album because Rainbow was so good. And it, and it was just like, this is not what I want out of out of Kesha, but I think what Kesha wants to do is is not usually what I want, which is fine, and I think Lady Gaga is the same way, whereas, like, she puts out Joanne, and it's this country-inspired album with some pop elements to it, and mo- the, no one's really going to her for that, and I'm just like, this is fucking great. <laughs> it's gotta be hard to be an artist that has, like, when you, you have people that like you, right? Like, when Taylor Swift released Folklore and Evermore, like, those were 
risky albums for her because they're extremely different from what she normally puts out. And it's like, here's two albums of like indie folk music. And I'm known for either country pop or just full-on pop music. And she made it work. I, I really love Folklore and Evermore is fine. There's some good tracks on there. But that there was kind of a creative gamble. Like, you know, there, there's maybe there's a, there's a, a multiverse area where, where the no one liked Folklore, you know? I want to take this thought back to WandaVision. Okay. I'm I'm a little disappointed that WandaVision didn't like take the world by storm because it is different. Like it's not the same Marvel stuff again. Mhm. So because the reviews are middling and people are confused, I'm kind of worried that this will encourage them to stay safe. It's like, yes. "Oh, don't no more creative ideas. That didn't work out." And it's like, uh, I really don't want this to be the reason that, you know, the the next show they put out is boring. Yeah, I guess I'm at a point, though, where if I don't like it, I just won't watch it. Like, I'm, I, yeah. there's a lot of Marvel stuff I skip as it is now, and it's just because not everything needs to be for me, right? Like, I'm almost kind of surprised. Like, I wouldn't have watched The Mandalorian if my family didn't want to watch it, because I really didn't care. And I enjoyed The Mandalorian. I think it's a, a very fun Star Wars show, but... I would rather watch something like Community. Like, I'm getting so much more enjoyment out of this uh, weird yeah. surrealist comedy, right? Or, or Venture Brothers, or any of the, the, the other shows we've watched, and I'm, I'm excited to go back to something like that. I don't know what we're going to watch next once we're done with Community, but I like having, like, a show I do watch with my family. Um, it's it's a, just a you know, enjoyable reason to get together and eat some popcorn or whatever. Yeah. I, I just... Uh... I'm dreading the next, like, 20 Star Wars shows we're going to get because either they're all going to be like The Mandalorian or maybe they'll all be unique and interesting and they'll be a right one for you. Mm -hmm. But I just have a feeling it's more likely that they're all going to be like The Mandalorian. Um, You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just... um, Like, I, I picture someone with a really creative idea and they're like, okay, what about, like, a 1950s uh, detective... Uh, and it's like a murder mystery, but it's set on Coruscant, so there's aliens. And then someone's going to go, well, what if it was Darth Maul? And he teamed up with a uh, a, a Jar Jar, because those are characters we already know. Yeah, like, I worry no, about I, that I made too. this new guy. His, his name is, is Dash Camblo, and <laughs> and he solves mysteries. Like, or Darth Maul, and he's got robot legs. Yeah, I... It sucks because it's one of those things where it seems like every Star Wars thing wants to go back to Tatooine, and I fucking it's like <sighs> this. But no, we but Tatooine has pod racing, and I want more pod racer shit. Pod racing fucking rules. Why can't they just do more of that? This isn't yeah. that hard, guys. But but I mean, there's also pod racing on a bunch of planets, so That's it's true. like even to return to the concept of pod racing wouldn't actually be a bad thing. That's treading on stuff we've seen before because they could literally never go to Tatooine again. They could have a whole, like, race circuit TV show that's, like, Speed Racer or something. Yeah! Um, did you ever watch the the um, F-Zero show? I did not, no. There was an F-Zero anime. And what was interesting was that it wasn't about Captain Falcon. Um, it was about one of the, like, kind of nobody drivers. So he's kind of an underdog. Uh, Joe Everyman kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. 
but he'd get tied up in this stuff. So it's like one of the bad guys showed up, and it's like, oh, he's going to rig the race because he's got a bounty on this guy or whatever. <laughs> Sneeze. Um, and so it's like, oh, can he, can he, you know, do, do the thing? Can he do the race? He has to do this. And it kind of reminded me of Speed Racer where there's like, there's episodes where it's like, okay, we have to get so far in the lead that we have time to pull over and do a, do this like handoff. Um, you know, like in the movie, you know, where it's like, it's interesting where they're like, they have to do the race, but this other thing's happening too. And, uh, Sometimes Captain Falcon would show up and he's literally just the best racer and he would win the race. And it wasn't like a Deus Ex Machina where he just magically saves the day every time. But it's kind of like he's this huge force where it's like, oh, there's Captain Falcon. He just like zooms by and like fucks everybody up. And it's like, oh, man, don't mess with him. And it was neat to see him. And and you kind of feel for the main character guy where it's like he aspires to be more impressive than he is. This is also for kids. Like, I don't want to sound like this is too deep. But it's like, they could just take this format and make it about pod racing, and it would be the same exact show. I like, You could have fun, too, because since it's Star Wars, and so you're, you're appealing to slightly, you know, a slightly older audience, um, you know, throw in, like, gambling, and you can have, like, or uh, smuggling stuff. You, you, you can do more complicated things, but you still have, like, these really cool races. And, and I don't like... like Speed Racer is fucking great. I love that movie a lot. It's like my favorite movie. And partly is it has like three really awesome races in it, and they're tons of spectacle. So if you did a, a pod racing show with like I don't know eight episodes or something, just one season, and you had two and a half really good races in there, you have like a half of one to kind of like build up. Like that was really cool. But maybe you don't see the whole thing, and then you have like a midpoint race and then a final race, and then there's just some like. You know, you gotta fix the pod racer. Maybe, maybe you're doing some shady stuff, and you you gotta get some money, and you're you're uh, smuggling some drugs, or you're you're gambling on other pod racing. You know, like you can make this work and turn it into this like really tight character story without doing a lot. And then you have like the action pieces are already there for you. You just have to execute them. It, they don't have to be anything more than a really flashy, fun race, which they've already proven they can do in the Phantom Menace. Right. But no, they so want to do like a fucking Baby Yoda movie or, or you know, we got to give Boba Fett his TV show. Right. Yeah, that's right. We're getting a Boba Fett show. It's like, I thought Mandalorian was our substitute that was like, okay, instead of a Boba Fett show, we're going to get a Mandalorian show. You know what? This is an okay compromise. And it's like, guess what? <laughs> the other problem with the, the Boba Fett show is like, okay, he shows up in the Mandalorian and he gets kind of redeemed and that's fine. We get to see the inside of his ship. And it's very fan servicey, but in a way that I'm like, you know what, this is cool. Like, I like Boba Fett when I was a child. Everybody did because he had cool armor. And we deserve this. Like, this is, I'm okay with this. I do, you did that, though. You redeemed him. He came in. He saved the day. He helped Mando. He, he was part of the greater cause. And I don't need a TV show with him because he's not fucking important. Yeah. I, I I was literally just like brainstorming like well what it, what was the new one Captain Phasma what's a Captain Phasma show look like yeah you know, she's serious and she gives orders like mm-hmm. there's nothing there that doesn't take away from her being one of my favorite characters with all three of her lines you know what you know? would be a great Captain Phasma show is like her, her her hobby or her like night job is she's a stand up comedian and she's trying to hide this from everybody. So, like, she gets done with, with barking orders for the Imperial Guard and everything, and she takes her armor off, 
and 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 she goes and she showers and she's like, I had a hard day being you know such a fucking hard ass. We gotta kill all these rebels and you know and she's like working for this fascist government and then then she goes on stage and you know Tatooine or some some not Tatooine please God no but you know some bar and and, and pull up, grabs the microphone maybe she's got like a wacky tie on or something and she just starts doing stand up. Do you remember? Um, I, I like great. that. I like that bar that B. Arthur worked at. And there was like a weird um, what what was the weird? There was like a monster that she pet, where it was like a dinosaur or something. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I I didn't drink the last couple of weeks. I forgot that if I drink too fast, it catches up to me. <laughs> um, no, it was a giant rat. That's right. It was. It wasn't even like a rat man. It was literally a giant rat. Um, here. like in the in the uh, the Joker movie, but bigger. Like she could ride this rat. It's like the size of a horse, but it's sitting at the bar. Like it has a booth and it's drinking a beer. I would drink a beer just, with a giant rat. I, I sent you the video there. She just sits next to it and like pets it gently. Oh wow, that is just a giant rat. The, it's not an alien. It's not like they didn't put a hat on it. It's it's like clearly a prop from like a movie where people shrunk down and had to fight a rat. I wish I wish it was just that 10 second clip and it was just like oh there's a giant rat in this and then it had 83,000 views instead of it being like the full scene. That's a little more disappointing to me. <laughs> oh, what a delight. So I don't know. I, I guess um, the moral of the story is uh, Lady Gaga's album from last year, uh, just as stale as these Oreos. Oh snap! Oh well. But <laughs> there's this like B. Arthur song that I can still quote. That's more memorable than Lady Gaga's album. That's a that's a shame. What's your favorite Lady Gaga song? Is it that one, um, from the one album you said already? Yeah, probably. I like Paper Gangster. And nobody I don't likes know that, that one. It's got a cool like piano backing. Um, it's very simple. Even even for like pop standard, it's very simple. <laughs> but I, I like I like Paper Gangster. Oh, Paper Gangster. I put Paper Dancer, which is not the right right song. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'll probably recognize this pretty quickly. Yeah, this is familiar. But whatever. And those kicks come in. It's kind of funny, like, pop kicks are so different. Like, it's it's just a boopy boop, 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 you know? Or, like, a metal kick is, like, this clicky, like, bang, bang, bang. What's, uh... Do you, do you have a glad space? Or should I start? Because mine's not, mine's not good, and I'm going to meander a bit. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a glad space. So, let me go... Uh, what the hell's the name of the YouTube channel? Which is dumb, because I've been watching this shit, and it's, like, of course, not on the front page. Or it's giving me stuff that isn't the right channel, but stuff. This is Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Shad. Yeah, here we go. Okay. The YouTube channel is uh, Tomostein, T-O-M-O-S-T-E-E-N. And he makes uh, stop motion videos. Ooh. His his main ones are, he's like, like he's preparing food made out of Legos. And uh, they're really, really fun. I've, I've been oh, watching I've a show. Yeah, they're, they're great. And like, they're super satisfying. But also just 
there's they have such a weird surreal sense of humor to them and like there's always like toys in the background that are moving around with it and they're sometimes kind of sinister uh he has one where he's like making fried shark and he's got like a lego shark but the shark is like actually eating other legos first like it's swimming around in his table and he has to take it and kill it yeah what i like with these is the um there's like a a a transition to stuff where like sometimes he'll take like a head of cabbage and he'll cut but as he cuts into it whatever's coming off turns into lego yeah and they're like they're just very beautifully done where it's like you said satisfying is the best way to put it there's a lot of different channels that do this but i like this guy's the most i think he's he's got a more of a sense of humor to it and they're just a little weirder well, he also has maybe a little more, like, artistry to it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, look at this thing I made. Or like, oh, look, it's a stop-motion uh, Lego. And it, it, this has a th- aura of creativity that you don't get from other people. Yeah. And he's got some that are cool because he, like, he doesn't always do Legos. He has a couple he does with dice. And he just has, like, really colorful dice. And he's he had one where he's, like, made a pork chop. And so he had, like, this pork chop-shaped thing that was made out of dice. And he was changing the colors based on how well it was cooked and that was really fun so yeah, yeah this this youtube channel is really cool there's a lot of, of really neat creative little videos here most of them are only like four to five minutes long he's got a couple that are a bit longer but uh so you can accidentally watch like eight of them in a row and not feel guilty well i like this pizza one where there's a part where he cuts a slice of pizza and it's all lego but as he lifts it up it actually curls like pizza would yeah, he gets the food physics really well. Like, every time he cracks an egg into something... There's detail. It, it jiggles, right? Like, he, he makes sure to put that in. Yeah, Tomostein. That's, that is a good find. What about you, Cameron? What's, what are you glad about this week? So, normally a glad space is, like, uh, something we've been enjoying or something we recommend. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't recommend this, but I've been getting a weird kind of enjoyment out of it me um have you heard of fuser no i didn't realize it came out it was uh it was on someone's game of the year list last year and it's the newest game from harmonics who made like rock band okay and i i'm sincerely surprised that i didn't hear it came out because it's like harmonics released a new music game like that should make the circles i i listened to two or three video game podcasts no one brought it up all year right you know, it's weird. Um, it's a DJ game. That uh, sounds cool. Yeah, so how it works is it's a lot like Rock Band where there's four tracks, but basically it, it's not like there's a, a rail of buttons and you have to like do stuff in time. They give you so much leeway to be creative. So it's like you have to have a blue track and a green track running at the same time but pick any of these instruments from any of these songs and drop them whenever you want to within the next 30 seconds. And so there's an element of, uh, like there, there's ways to score points by getting the rhythm right, or there's little tricks here or there, and um, there's a lot of interesting mixing tools, but it kind of rewards you for being creative in a way that makes it a bad game because there's not enough structure. So it's like, I'll make a sound that's really, really good. And then it's like, a thing will come up and it's like, play country music. And it's like, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got, this sounds really good. I don't want to, I don't want to mess this up. 
um, stuff like that will happen. There's also like uh, very arbitrary stuff. Like it'll say you need to have two blue tracks and this one specific vocal song, but also mute a track. So it's like I'll drop all the tracks at once and then mute it so you can't hear anything. And it's like, that's extra bonus points. And it, I don't, it doesn't sound good. Hmm. And the tools are there to make like your own mix. It gets super powerful tools of these songs. And then the gameplay is just like, I want to hear Smash Mouth. Okay. Hmm. So I'll just put some Smash Mouth there for you, buddy. And, oh, I love it. It sounds like a really weird swing and a miss. It's a very weird experience. Uh, I was streaming this last night, and it was funny because things would happen where people are like, oh, dude, that sounds cool. And then other things happen where it's like, um, like, what is going on? Like, this is literally just noise. And <laughs> it was it was funny playing for an actual audience. Because I'd get feedback of like, oh, I don't think that's working. It's like, yeah, let's uh, let's change the tempo, or let's do this, or let's change it to minor key. Um, and it was kind of fun, like having actual feedback instead of the game's feedback. Because normally a video game like this has to give you feedback. If you sit down and play Rock Band, you can hear the song right if you're playing right, so you know that you're doing it right. And with this, like a set will end, and I got three stars, and I don't know why. Sure. Because it, it's all very uh, abstract. But it's also... I keep coming back to it. So <laughs> I can't recommend it because it's been kind of strange and bad. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have these moments where I can't believe I mixed that. That sounds so good. And I feel good about it. Because there's a creative element, I guess. Yeah. I still want to show it to you, too. It, it, you have to see it <laughs> to understand how like weird it is. But also, I think you'll you'll recognize like immediately why it's not a good game. It's sure. more like a toy. It sounds like a neat toy, but then it's like, well, how expensive is this neat toy? Right. I I actually got it on sale, and I still think I paid too much. Like something else too. The song selection very much feels like oh, these were affordable. Oh sure. Um, I want to label a lot of the songs as just like internet meme pop culture like there's never gonna give you up and call me maybe and smash mouth and born this way and (laughs) like you could you could probably guess songs that they're gonna put on there if you follow that pattern right okay so there's an element of i've heard this um even if i mix it well and it sounds good it's still smash mouth um there are some other ones that that offer more creativity too, but there's a there's just like a habit of, you know, uh, I love satisfaction. That's such a good sound, but it's also like used in every single remix ever because it's so like iconic and strong. Man, my my YouTube page has been fucking weird with recommendations again. Like, it's like don't recommended like four videos because it's like I don't why you think I would want to watch these. Um, some of them is like, I get it, but like, oh, more miniature painting. It's like, no, I follow two. I don't need more than that. Then here's this one called Voyage Atmospheric Space Black Metal, and it has a really cool album cover, so I want you to take a peek at this. I just don't know what the music is, if it's any good or not, but man, that's a... Oh, <laughs> that's a cool cover. <laughs> yeah, it's like like this weird alien rocks, like nice kind of blues 
turquoises and then grays and then like Saturn kind of and then I don't know maybe a sun or something but it's all I don't even know how to describe this art style it's like it's like grungy and dirty and but detailed yeah the there is like a cosmic scale to it it's got a neat sound too also it's six years old and I like how the top commenters listen to this while tripping on shrooms Oh. The first minute is just kind of space ambience. Uh, second minute, it sounds like they're adding more no, it's a, space it's ambience. It's a lot of that. <laughs> it is a 16-minute song. Ooh, we get some kind of nice guitar on the third minute. That's pretty neat. Here we go, fourth-minute vocals. Let me let me hear what do these sound like. Do-do-do, come on, I know you're going to kick in. I just clicked you. Okay, that's a kind of a just a, a nice false chordy sound. I don't mind that. I wish they were a little lower in the mix though. They're kind of loud. This seems cool. I don't know. Oh wait, I closed it. What was it called again? Voyage and atmospheric space black metal. So I I change it. That's my glad space. I recommend that more than Fuser. <laughs> it it has a very cool album artwork. I'll probably listen to the whole thing at some point because I'm kind of curious. Yeah, this would be very good to leave on while working. Man. That's that's going in my playlist. Yeah. I, Human Serpent dropped a new album this year. They're a, they're a black metal band out of Greece, and I really like them. And their last album was good, but it was like an hour and 40 minutes, which is too long. And this one's only 40 minutes, which is the perfect length. And I, I've, I've been listening to it a lot, and I plan on buying it tomorrow when Bandcamp does its all money goes to artist. I was looking at their shirts, and their shirts are cool too, but I'd have to ship them out of Greece, and I don't want to spend that much money. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh. International shipping's not fun. No. I spent a lot of money on a Power Wolf t-shirt, because I was drunk and had to have it, and it's like, oh, but that came from Germany! Dude, there's a guy I follow, um, he, he he collects vinyls. He ordered some vinyls from Germany. They're like two months late, and he's trying to figure out why. And apparently, instead of air shipping them, they're they're going ocean. Oh dear! And he's like, "Well, am I gonna have to expect like ocean damage at this point? Because like, you know, are the are the sleeves wrapped in plastic, or is the is it gonna get like exposed to salt air? Um, I yeah, hope that turns good, out uh, good, because man, I hope. Uh, oh yeah, I hope they're well packaged, because yeah, that is a concern, isn't it? <clears throat> That's immediately where my mind went. I who would sell it? I can't. Oh well. The, how is that cheaper to ship that way at this point? Like, I guess I get it, but it takes so fucking long. Like, we've had to have ship stuff shipped that way for work because it was so big it doesn't go on a plane. Like when we ordered one of our giant die cutters, that thing, that thing weighs like you know multiple tons so yeah they had to put it on a fucking boat dude we bought at my old company we bought a giant uh cnc machine oh cool i'm talking like yeah but i'm talking like the big ones where you can actually like walk inside of it oh jeepers okay those are really big those are really big you guys made planes though right yeah yeah um so they bought it they're like oh you know what we need this machine how much would that cost this much Okay, can we can we find that for sale? Uh, great news! I found a used one here, Oof. and so it's gonna come from Japan because this company's going out of business. So we can just buy theirs. Okay, cool. 
uh, it's on the ship and someone goes, hey, did anyone get the dimensions? Nah. Wow. Um, it's on the ship right now. Can we like, can we ask them on the ship to open it and measure it? No. Huh. Well, they're laying down the cement for it. What do you mean they're laying down the cement for it? Like, you know, to put it on the cement. Like, no, it goes, it goes into the floor. They have to hollow out to the dimensions of the machine to put it in the floor. This is like oh, slowly giving me an aneurysm because I deal with this stuff. They're already pouring the the cement. <laughs> I mean, it was. Oh, this was a. It, it, okay, not only, not only did it come in with different dimensions than we thought it would, it was also too tall to fit through the door. It was also broken. We we bought it used, but they didn't actually have anybody like verify that it functions. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with this. There's a lot wrong. How much with this. did you guys pay? I I'm not at liberty to say, but I will say that the difference we saved by buying it used wasn't worth it. That makes sense. We um, cause it, like this is kind of like part of my that, job now is yeah. We want to buy something and they go, hey Chad, you need to uh, you need to go on AutoCAD and see if it's gonna fit, and we need to move equipment around and we gotta make sure it'll fit through the doors. And so I actually do a lot of this shit now, um. In, or buying equipment, right? Like, I had to fucking drive to goddamn Owl Creek, Wisconsin already this year, uh, or last year, to look at a piece of machinery. And then they have to, we're going back again because we, we got we to gotta see it do something else. Um, we actually, we bought a used piece of equipment, and it it broke before they shipped it to us. And so we were like, okay, I guess we, we'll just get our money back. But they fixed it, and then they sent this video of it running. So... Now they're shipping it to us, and it's like, hey, you need to figure out where this is going to go. And it's like, I okay, that is apparently my job now, but I will do that. How big is it? <laughs> Thank God they had dimensions. Oh, man. It, it From my perspective, like, that shit's really frustrating and also, like, very anxiety-inducing because if I'm saying, oh, this will fit here, it's fine, and then it doesn't, I look like a fucking dumbass. And also, we have a piece of equipment that doesn't fit in the building. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, like, in this case, too, in order to make room for them to pour the cement, they had to remove a machine. And it's like, this isn't showing up for three months. You could have left the machine for two more months, and, like, you know, we could run parts on it. Right. Like, the the amount of not planning, like, this was years ago, and I don't work at this company anymore, and I'm still angry about it. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. This cost the entire site their holiday bonus. Oh wow! Like that, like they were hemorrhaging money to make up for this error. Like, I hope someone got fired over that. No, because I'm guessing that piece of equipment was a couple hundred thousand dollars, even used, because that shit, none of that stuff ever comes cheap. No, like it, small, it was a, small yeah. items are like three hundred thousand dollars new and you're you're talking something big enough to walk in freaking disaster anyways i hope you all have a great night yeah <laughs> I, I'm i don't know how we ended up on this tangent ended up bitching about work i know but not <laughs> even my work i don't i haven't worked there for two years like yeah. why am i still mad about it oh one more thing i'm glad about just so we can leave on a happy note my cat started sleeping with the bed with me and it was more his idea than mine. He was scratching at the door, and I was lazy and didn't feel like yelling at him, so I just opened the door and crawled back into bed. And now he's just like, oh, no, th- this is my bed now. And, like, at 10.30, he might sometimes he yells at me because he's tired and wants to go to bed. He's like, no, we got to go to bed. 
That's cute. He's he's a, he's a sweet little boy when he's not being a total fucking prick. I love Ripley. He's he's a good boy. I, Richard's cat. He, he one of his new cats has this weird thing where I I hold my hand out like I'll I'll come to visit and she's scared because she doesn't remember me. Mm-hmm. So I hold my hand out and she has to sniff all five fingers and then she's okay with me. Huh. But she like touches her nose on each finger and goes okay checks out. That's funny. Cats are so weird. They can be. That's great. Hi, Richard. We love you. Hi, Richard. You should come back on the show. What was the other thing? You gotta, you gotta do that thing, the the truffle shuffle, Richard. <laughs> yeah, do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> Shake the truffles. I'm drinking juice. I got, I got blue lemonade juice. With vodka in it, I'm guessing. I don't. It just is alcohol. I don't know what alcohol. It might be rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I drank a couple shots of bourbon, so I feel pretty good. That's delightful. I, I poured two in. I should in. get like a real drink, but I got juice. <laughs> I poured two in and I measured, and I was like, "Oh, that's what two shots look like in this glass." I thought, I thought that was like one and a half. I've, I've been drinking more than I should be. Oh. And the answer is probably yes. But it's February, and I fucking hate this month, and I'm always sad. Like most of it, and, and vitamin D only goes so far. So, take what I can get. Hooray! Should we leave before we keep talking? No. Or wait, the other thing, yes. Alright, goodbye everybody. Goodbye.